All right, what if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that is exactly what you're going to get. They can help you find work in any industry. With just one interview at Express, you have a connection to endless jobs. Whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job, choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit ExpressPros.com today to find a location near you. Summer is upon us, and whatever you have going on, a vacation, a staycation, a summer wedding, well, Macy's has you covered. If you need summer dresses, matching sets, volume sleeve tops, wedges, straw-crafted bags, I mean, really, they have what you need head to toe. I'm talking Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. So shop summer must-haves at Macy's. Go to Macy's.com slash style. Again, that's Macy's.com slash own your style. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Life ain't always pretty, but hey, it's pretty beautiful things. Laugh a little more things. Tight, tighten up your core things. Said EK, you're kicking it with four things. With Amy Brown. Hey, it's Bobby with my fiance, Caitlin. We and some other shows here on the Nashville Podcast Network are taking over Amy's podcast this week. Is that right, Caitlin? That's right. Okay. You were a little hesitant to do a podcast with me, but then when I said it was Amy, you're like, oh, I'm in. Yeah, I know. I would do Amy's for sure. Right. Yeah. I love Amy. Again, when I said, hey, do a podcast with me, you're like, oh, you know, I don't like talking on a microphone. But then I'm like, but it's for Amy. You said, I love doing stuff for Amy. Yeah. So here you are. Do anything for Amy. Mike, what do you think about that? I like it. All right, let's do it. (laughs) After that, Mike D., who you heard there from Movie Mike's Movie Podcast, is doing a segment with his holiday movie guide. What Caitlin and I are going to talk about are songs about our states. Mostly, this came to me because I know so many Oklahoma songs now. Yeah, so there I asked, are a ton. I asked her to do her top five songs about Oklahoma. Um, so Mike will do holiday movie guide, recommendations, which we're trying to watch Elf right now. Yeah, my favorite movie. You're a ninny-headed pucky muggets. Cotton-headed <laughs> ninny muggets. Yeah, there you go. Uh, Morgan number two, 
uh, is doing something on mental health. She shares and answers listener questions about single life. Caroline Hobby from the Get Real Podcast is going over self-care. So I hope you enjoyed this episode, getting to hear from all the podcasts here. Uh, just kind of filling in for Amy this week. You can follow our network on Instagram at the Nashville Podcast Network. Let's get going with the first uh, first thing and let's get going with the episode. Here we Are go. Are we the first? We're the first, yeah. Which, by the way, is there like a music thing? Oh, yeah, I was about to hit it. Okay, go ahead. Oh. First thing. That's right. Ah. I like it. There you go. Oh, now I talk? Now you I talk. Said, first thing. <laughs> yeah, do you know who that is? Walker Hayes. Yep. There you go. So we're going to do songs <laughs> about our homes, our states. Yeah. And so you have a top five of Oklahoma songs. I know. And I just thought of another one earlier that I wish I would have put on my list, but... What was it? Honorable mention. Oklahoma Girl by Eli, Eli Young, Young Band. Band? Yeah. yeah. Didn't make it? So good. It should have. I know what song it would knock out. Which one? Oklahoma Breakdown. Okay. But... Those are your two honorable mentions. Okay. So this is Oklahoma Girl. Yeah, for the cigarette part, it, it's me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it says a Texas boy, and you did live in Texas. As did you for a bit. Yeah. Might, just might find something in an Oklahoma girl. Uh, the other one's Oklahoma Breakdown by who? Stoney LaRue. Here you go. Here's a clip of that. This is your other honorable mention. All right, so that didn't make top five, but it's right there. It's right there. All right, let's do it. Here we go. At number five. Number five, Okie from Muskogee, Merle Haggard. And I'm proud to be an Okie from Muskogee. And this one's a little more personal than just Oklahoma. True. Because? I'm from a town called Fort Gibson, but town is Muskogee. City is Tulsa. But Muskogee was 10 minutes away. That's where I went to church, where we got groceries, where we did anything but sleep or go to school, basically. It's funny you had town and city, so did I. Town was Hot Springs. The city was Little Rock. Yeah. How often as a kid did you go to Tulsa? Mm, Birthday. Yeah. We went about twice a year. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah. If we needed something desperately from Tulsa, we would go, or if I would have a softball tournament or something there, but it was quite the trip. It was an hour away. Number four. Number four. Oklahoma Sky, Miranda Lambert. Meet me underneath the Oklahoma Sky. That's a good one. We slow danced to that one. We did? Yeah. Made uh, me cry. Because I couldn't slow dance for you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what's next? What's next? Number three. Number three. Diamonds and Gasoline, Turnpike Troubadours. I would buy for you a diamond or myself some gasoline. If I can't afford you, darling, and I can't afford to dream. And is it time I should be moving? Is it time I settle down? This is one of your favorite songs, even if it wasn't about Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, there's only one line about Oklahoma. It says, I'm stuck here in Tulsa with my Oklahoma blues with a pair of concrete shoes that's got me sinking pretty low. She knows every lyric to every song, by the way. Mm-hmm. It's really one of her best and worst traits. Worst. <laughs> yeah, here's why. Best. It's amazing because she knows every word to every song. She can sing any song. She started once. She knows all the words. The worst is when I mess up a word, she's right there to correct me. I would say that's very similar to when someone is saying something about 
let's say sports and you know it's incorrect, you cannot help yourself but to Ooh. chime in. But this, <laughs> this is just a hypothetical thing, right? <laughs> totally. But I mean, you get that. It's a desire. It's like, oh, I just have to correct them on that. Okay. And she's a big Turnpike Troubadours fan so much, you don't even call them Turnpike Troubadours. Yeah, we call them Turnpike. Yeah. Yeah. They're amazing. Number two in your Oklahoma songs. Number two in my Oklahoma songs, Oklahoma from the musical Oklahoma. Oklahoma where the wind comes sweeping down the plain and the waving wheat can sure smell They sing this at football games? They do. They sing it at um, Oklahoma University football games. Play it. Yeah. Yeah, people people sing sing it. Yeah. Yeah. Is it this song go O K L A H O M A? Sort this, of. Not really. Yeah, I mean that you had the rhythm off a little bit. Oh, forgive me. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's okay. Your number one Oklahoma song. My number one Oklahoma song. You're the reason God made Oklahoma. You're the reason God made Oklahoma. I'm sure missing. It's a good one. It's a really good yeah. one. Whatever this line is, you shall know every word. Keep it, keep it going here. Here you go. Oh, no words. Obviously, wait, it's the, wait. It's the music breakdown. You know the first word. Out of Here, this? the city lights outshine the moon. Let's see. Here, the city lights outshine. <laughs> I was just now thinking of you. Just now thinking of you. Some days when the wind blows. There you go. Oh, you can see the mountains all the way okay. from Malibu. Thank you for your five Oklahoma songs. You are welcome. You know, I, I do like that you had a song that just referenced Oklahoma because mm-hmm. it made my list a little easier. Yeah. Because at number five in Arkansas songs, mm-hmm. there is a line that says, you can tell your mom I moved to Arkansas. You can tell your dog to bite my leg. That is Billy Don't Ray Cyrus, Achey yeah. Breaky Heart. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> it's a stretch. It's not more stretch of, of ga- diamonds and gas. Is that the only state mentioned in the song? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. If it is, then I'll count that. Okay, it is. I, I'm, I'm but that'd be like, I've been everywhere, man. Like someone listening now. And <laughs> I, but it's not because I think that's the only state mentioned. Okay, I'll give it to you. Can you fact check that for me? I'll check it. Roll through the lyrics. I Num- like that song. Number four, the University of Arkansas fight song. Thank you very much. What are the words? Here you go. Hit that line, <laughs> hit that line, keep on going. Move that ball right down the field. Give a cheer. Never fear. Arkansas will never yield. Okay, good on one. Your toes, razor backs yeah, to good the one. finish. <laughs> Carry on with all your might. For it's A-R-K-A-N-S-A-S. Arkansas fight, fight, fight. Thank you very much. You Beautiful. I, you didn't think I'd know that, did you? Just wanted to make sure. Did you think? Did you think I know that? I thought you probably would. Okay. And it is the only state mentioned. Exactly. All it right. stands. I'll give it to him. At number three, it's a new one to the list. This is Chris Stapleton, Arkansas. Gotta get down to Arkansas. You know that's a jam too. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I was thinking that'd be your number one, but I know what your number one is. Okay. What do you think it is? Colin Ray. Well, we'll see. At number two, Reba, Little Rock. Yeah. Oh, Little Rock. Well, crazy you picked a Reba song. Reba has so many songs about Oklahoma because she's from Oklahoma. Okay. That's funny. Okay. Okay. <laughs> number one, a fellow by the name of Colin Ray, Little yeah. Rock. Come on, roll here in Little 
jam, and he came in and sang a couple months ago. It was so good. You know, I put on my honorable mention list a Glenn Campbell song called Arkansas. Do you know it by any chance? Mm-mm. Here you go. Arkansas, land of opportunity, Arkansas. Anyways, from Arkansas. Oh, what you do to me, pretty well, that was, the, that was our state motto for yeah. a while. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. But the fun fact about Glenn Campbell, once we were playing a trivia game and he came up as a category. Oh, well, let's let's go to the day before. Go ahead. So, Mike, this is a great story. The day before we were playing this trivia game, this separate conversation happened. I said something about Glenn Campbell and how I loved Glenn Campbell. My mom's a big Glenn Campbell fan. I know a lot of Glenn Campbell songs. And he's like, you don't know any Glenn Campbell songs. And I just was not in the mood to be challenged. So I was like, whatever. Okay, fine. I don't care what you think. The next day we're playing trivia against another couple, like this online trivia game. And the category is Glenn Campbell. And guess who won the entire category? She got every song Me. right. <laughs> every song. Nice. And I feel like I'm an okay Glenn Campbell guy. Yeah. I, I know about old Wrecking Crew with Glenn Campbell when he's playing. It was in LA and no... Everybody knows Wichita lineman. I just feel like when we were in that conversation the day before, like God just planted it in my heart. Like, don't argue with him now. I'll get you. Like, we'll you take care me. of this later. <laughs> and you yeah. did. And you dominated yeah. for sure. Uh, George Strait has Arkansas Dave. It was a long road for Arkansas Dave. I like this. He shot and left him where he lay. Said he never forgave You do have... With also counting your honorable mention, I think your songs are slightly better. Well, they're both, but I mean, just I mean, come on. I mean, I also we have Tulsa time. Like, have, there's a oh, lot. A there are a lot of Oklahoma songs. Okie from Muskogee is like probably the biggest song out of both of those states. Yeah, you win. You know what? You're probably. You but what should be honestly is you're the reason God made Oklahoma. I don't know why that never took off. It was only played in Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, you're the reason God made Oklahoma. You're the reason God made Oklahoma, and I'm still miss. Is it still or sure? I'm sure missing you. Uh, I suck. Mm-hmm. All right, we should play that. We should dance to that at our wedding. Is that what you're gonna walk down the aisle to? No, <laughs> but we should dance that at our wedding. That would be special. You're the reason God made. Oh, so I'll, you may have the band learn it. Yeah, we can dance to that, and then Arkansas Dave or whatever. Don't make fun of Arkansas, Dave. He's I love it. I no. think it's a good song. We'll dance to You're the Reason God Made Oklahoma, and then we'll also dance to the University of Arkansas fight song. Perfect. I'll learn the cheer dance. <laughs> Mike, how long is our thing supposed to be? That's good. It's yeah. perfect. Yep. How long How long we do here? 12 minutes. Cool. Amazing. How do you feel about this? I feel good. Shout out to Amy. Don't say she doesn't like that. need it. It's her I know, podcast. I know, but I was just like, shout out to Amy. I love her. Who's doing the second thing, Mike? Is that you? It's me. All right, so Mike is standing by to do his second thing. All right, thank you, Caitlin, the love of my life. Yes. Thank you for doing this with me. You are welcome. All right. Second thing. Hey guys, it's Mike D. I work with Amy on the Bobby Bones Show. I'm a head writer and producer over there. And I also have a podcast of my own called Movie Mike's Movie Podcast, where all I do is talk about movies. I explore movie topics, I do movie reviews, and sometimes bring on actors and directors to talk about their movies. So what I wanted to bring to this episode is my holiday watching movie guide. So I have five different categories with five different movies you can add to your watching playlist. I know it's only November, but I feel like we've pretty much gone straight into Christmas holiday mode right now. So these are some great movies to go ahead and put on your list. 
In the first category, let's go with the favorite old school classic. And I'm going to have to give it to the original OG Christmas movie, A Christmas Story from 1983. It's a movie we probably all grew up watching. And at this point, we can kind of just have it on in the background. And it just gives us that Christmas feeling. There's just so many classic moments and classic quotes from this. A Christmas Story also has an 89% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It's not available to stream anywhere right now, but if you want to rent it, it's on Amazon for $3.99. And then if you have a cable subscription service, you can usually catch it on TBS or stream it there on demand. And I feel like when it comes to having a classic, you can't go wrong with the Christmas story. Oh, fudge. Only I didn't say fudge. I said the word, the big one. The queen mother of dirty words. The F dash 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 word. What did you say? Next up, I had the category of the best modern classics. So I feel like this is a movie that's been around long enough, but it's still relatively new. And it's a movie now that actually came out 17 years ago. So I feel like it's so far stood the test of time. And I don't really see any point to where this movie will not be a part of my Christmas. And if you haven't seen it at this point, well, I don't know what you're waiting for. I don't know where you've been. And the movie I'm talking about is Elf. It has an 84% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It's currently not available to watch anywhere for free. But you can rent it on Amazon for $3.99. And if you happen to have a Stars or DirecTV subscription, you can watch it there. And the thing I love about this movie that everybody I talk to kind of has their own favorite part of the movie. My favorite part is when Buddy the Elf is first leaving to go find his dad and he's saying goodbye to everybody. Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. Thanks, Mr. Narwhal. Bye. All right, the next category is the unconventional Christmas movie. I think every year people have the debate of what is and isn't a Christmas movie. Several different movies kind of fit into this category. But one I feel that kind of gets left out in the discussion every year is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Now, all throughout the Harry Potter series, I feel like Christmas is a pretty big part of it. And not only that, but I feel like the Christmas scenes in Harry Potter are just some of the most magnificently done Christmas scenes in any Christmas movie. And I don't know why they get left out of that conversation. The bad thing about the Harry Potter movies is they are pretty much taken off of any kind of streaming service. And you can really only rent them on Amazon for $3.99. But the first one does have an 81% rating on Rotten Tomatoes if you haven't seen it yet. And I know overall Christmas is a pretty small part of the entire franchise. But Harry Potter at one point does get the invisibility cloak as a Christmas gift. Therefore, I'm dubbing it a Christmas movie. Happy Christmas, Harry. Happy Christmas, Ron. Next category, I want to do favorite rated R movies. So this is Christmas movies for adults. So kids, if you're listening, you can't watch these movies. And parents, I feel like these movies were made for maybe some of us who don't necessarily enjoy Christmas movies and just want something to make you laugh that just has a little bit of Christmas in it. Because I know sometimes Christmas movies get a little bit cheesy. And my all-time favorite rated R Christmas movie is Bad Santa. It literally makes me laugh out loud, and I know it's incredibly raunchy and incredibly inappropriate, but I love Billy Bob Thornton. And even in the crudeness and the rudeness of this movie, I do feel like it has a lot of heart. And if you can get through the dirty jokes and the bad language, you do find a pretty nice Christmas story here. And Bad Santa has a 78% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And as of right now, you would have to pay $2.99 to stream it on Amazon. But I know once it gets closer to Christmas, it has popped up on Netflix. So maybe check for it there later. I was going to make some sandwiches. I could make you one before you leave. Okay, make me some sandwiches. 
How much lettuce do you want? I, I don't know. The usual amount. Just whatever you think. Okay. All right. And the last category I want to get to is a favorite new Christmas movie. And I'm going to go with The Holiday, which you can watch now on Netflix. And a little bit of a warning. It is kind of raunchy and crude, just like the Bad Santa movie. But if you're into movies like Bridesmaids or The Hangover, I feel like it's kind of in that category. So it's Emma Roberts and Luke Bracey, who is Australian. He's kind of like the Kmart version of Chris Hemsworth. And they come up with this plan to be each other's dates for only the holidays. So that's the only time they ever get together. So it starts at Christmas, goes throughout all the holidays in the United States, and then ends up back at Christmas. And if you guessed at home that they end up developing feelings for each other throughout this plan to be each other's holiday, well, you guessed correctly. But again, that doesn't spoil the movie. It's basically in the trailer. And it's basically what every kind of cheesy romantic comedy Christmas movie plot is about. But I think overall, this movie just makes you kind of turn your brain off and enjoy a nice holiday movie. And isn't that what we all need right now? All right, that's your holiday movie guide. If you enjoyed that segment and want to hear more about movies, just check out my podcast, Movie Mike's Movie Podcast. Just search Movie Mike wherever you're listening to this right now. You can also follow me on Instagram at Mike Destro. That's Mike D-E-E-S-T-R-O. Hopefully, I'll talk to you there. Later. All right, I want to tell you about something really awesome that Macy's is doing. It is currently Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. And Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now, online and in-store. For the entire month of May, you can join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. Plus, you can help support college access and student success when you donate online or simply round up in-store to APIA scholars. Now, APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. And Macy's has made it super easy. You can just round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA Scholars, which is an educational nonprofit. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Again, that's Macy's.com. You're going to be doing some shopping anyway. Why not round up and give back? That's Macy's.com or in-store. All right, so I've been saving on shopping this year by only buying new clothes when I've sold some clothes that I no longer wear. And what this has done is it's forced me to be super wise when I'm adding clothes back into my closet. I want to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and that's where Quince comes into play. You can go see for yourself all the awesome stuff they have, especially for summer right now, like European linen dresses and blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, 14-karat gold jewelry, so much more. And if you're like me, you're like, hmm, this just seems too good to be true. Well, what Quince does is they partner directly with top factories and they cut out the cost of the middleman and they pass the savings on to us. So we are getting things for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. For example, I'm literally looking on their website right now at this open knit cover-up maxi dress that'll be great for the summer, 100% organic cotton, and it's $49.90. It could retail for $148, so that's 66% savings. And with warm weather here, you need to check out Quince. All you got to do is go to quince.com slash Amy for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Amy. You're going to get free shipping. Again, 365-day returns. That's quince.com slash Amy. 
I don't want to waste my time taking vitamins that aren't really going to do much for me. Like I want research. I want to know like, hey, this is actually doing something for my body. And Ritual knows this. That's why they conducted the research. They've done clinical trials on their Essential for Women 18 Plus multivitamin. The results, well, it increased vitamin D levels by 43% and omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in just 12 weeks. And as a woman, I want healthy vitamin D levels and omega-3 levels. And all I got to do is take my Ritual Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin every morning. I take them on an empty stomach, but sometimes if I forget, I may take them in the afternoon. It's really up to you when you want to take them. There's nine key nutrients in two delayed release capsules. And what the delay release capsules does for us is it optimizes our body's absorption of these nutrients. It's gentle on the empty stomach. Like I said, I can take it first thing in the morning and I'm totally fine. And with a minty essence in every bottle, it actually makes taking your vitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual is essential for women. 18 plus is a multivitamin that you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com slash four things. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash four things for 25% off. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Hey y'all, I'm Morgan number two and I am one of the members of the Bobby Bone Show. I am the youngest member and run all of the show's social media platforms, otherwise known as Web Girl Morgan and Morgan number two, of course. Uh, I often talk about my love of food, my single life with my dog and the latest country news in the 30 second skinny. I also host the new Best Bits of the Week podcast every Saturday on our Bobby Bone Show podcast. So be sure to check that out every weekend. My thing for today, is the importance of self-empowerment. I'm going to share my story and kind of how I got to the place of being really strong and empowered being a single woman at 27 years old. I'll answer some questions that people sent me from Instagram about that empowerment and, you know, just how to be comfortable with being who you are and where you're at in your life. My story is a pretty rocky one when it comes to relationships. I was bullied in high school by girls who were once my best friends, which caused me to graduate a semester early from high school and actually go into therapy for depression. And then in my adult life from college to now, I've had several relationships that were emotionally and physically abusive. You know, I always found myself in very toxic situations and each one was often worse than the one before it. So as I was getting older, I was seemingly getting worse when it came specifically to choosing
amazing partners. So then enters my second phase of therapy for relationship PTSD, depression, anxiety, and really just about everything you could possibly name. But it wasn't until after going through all of that therapy in these last few years of being single since my last relationship that things really took a turn for me for the better. So I have the personality type that constantly gives. For those that are Enneagram test takers, I am 50% a two, which is the helper, and 50% an eight, which is the challenger in very polar opposite things, but I am split directly down the middle and my therapist even confirmed it for me. She couldn't agree more with the test results. But one of my biggest personality traits is that I'm always pouring into other people's cups and for a long time, you know, I always hoped and expected that the people I loved and cared for would return that same amount of energy. And that's what I believed for several years of my life. And I never understood why people couldn't reciprocate that back to me, you know, until I'm now in this phase of life where learning everybody loves and does things differently. So for a long time, I focused on all of my energy going towards others and specifically ones that didn't deserve it. So when I really started to grow and change was when I decided that all of that energy I was giving to people that don't deserve it was going to come right back into my life instead of going into others. So I started taking care of myself in any way that I could think of. I started working out regularly, eating healthy, listening to girl power songs, you know, like a girl power playlist I put together, constantly reading Pinterest quotes that I could relate to. I'd take my dog Remy on solo walks, just her and I, and I'd go out to eat by myself at my favorite restaurants and I'd journal. You know, when I shifted my energy to care about myself as much as I had been caring for everybody else, I really started to find that strength and self-empowerment again. I started to believe in myself again. Those are the things that I did that really helped me be at peace with myself after coming from a really toxic and bad place. And it took me a few years and I still have a daily battle with that. And the important thing to remember is that everyone's timetable is different when it comes to learning from things that have painfully hurt you like a really toxic or terrible environment. And you have to accept that timetable and that it's going to be a while so you can truly be okay with the growth later on. So that's a little bit of my story. That's it in a pretty much a nutshell. But I did ask some people on Instagram to send me some questions if they had anything because the one thing I, I do appreciate myself is that I am very strong and I, I give off the vibes that I am just very strong and independent and that is very true. That is who I am. So I thought it would help to answer some questions from people that may be struggling with things, whether it's being single, whether it's not believing in themselves, you know, relationships, really anything along that line. So here's some of the questions that I got. And, and I'm going to leave all of these to be anonymous in case people don't want others knowing about it. So somebody asked, what's a good way to find yourself while waiting for the one for you? And, you know, obviously I haven't found my one, but I do have a lot of experience in finding myself. So the best thing I believe you can do is date yourself and genuinely fall in love with yourself. And I don't mean that in like a weird way. I genuinely mean that sincerely. Like, I mean, you should do all the things you would normally hope to do with a partner. Go out to your favorite restaurant, watch the movie you've been wanting to see, go shopping by yourself. The more you get comfortable in your own skin and own 
own who you are, like in every sense. That means flaws and all. Like you own every single part of who you are. I believe the more you'll be ready for the one when they do show up in your life. Because now in my life that I've accepted every part of myself, no one can come in and mess that up about me. And the perfect person who is going to be my person is going to come in and love me the same way that I love myself. So I believe you allowing yourself to grow while you're waiting is just going to help you later on. So you might as well, you know, get the benefit of both. The most asked question I had was, how do you handle being single when everyone around you is settling down? So handling it is easier said than done. I mean, like really, I want to first say that it's okay to feel lonely. I do, and and I feel lonely often, but the only thing you can and should do is own it and live in that moment as long as you need to feel lonely. You know, just be like, I'm lonely today and it sucks, but it will be okay. I'm not alone as far as in the grand scheme of things. There are other people in this world feeling lonely too. And once you own that you feel that, you can start to move forward when you're ready. And in particular, handling being single when I feel down about this particular thing, you know, everyone around me is getting married and engaged or getting a new relationship. I watch my favorite movies and TV shows so I can get lost in something else for a while and kind of take the focus off of my life. And I also like to throw on my girl power playlist and take my dog for a walk. And I focus on listening to songs that I can relate to in that moment. So it helps me feel less alone. The more you can understand that you're not alone in what you're feeling, truly the less alone you'll feel. I know that seems redundant, but I mean that. And lastly, the thing that I do is constantly remind myself that I'm on my own journey, whether I have to write that down or, you know, just repeat it over in my head. The worst thing you can do for yourself is compare yourself to someone else's journey. You just have to like bring yourself back to center and remember all the good things going on for you in your life in that moment, because this phase and what you're feeling for those periods of time doesn't last forever. You know, we all know that feeling of loneliness goes away, whether you surround yourself yourself with friends or family, loneliness doesn't last forever if you don't want it to. So try to remind yourself of all the good things happening in your life, that you're on your own journey and listen or watch something that you can kind of get lost in and just relate to so you can start to move on when you feel ready to get over that loneliness. How do you handle other people asking why you are single? And honestly, my answer is always typically the same, you know, unless I'm trying to be funny. I haven't found the person for me and I'm not going to settle. That's what I say. Because the reality is that I refuse to ever settle and I encourage everyone to be that way. You know, I'd rather be happy living with 100 rescue dogs alone than be in a relationship that doesn't give me all the necessary energy in life I want it to have. And that's that. Tips for being single, again, post-breakup. Keep yourself busy. I cannot stress that enough. Whatever makes you happy to do, do it often. The busier you are, the less you focus on what you could have done to avoid the breakup, you know, thinking about all the things that could have been, because there isn't. There, You know, when you break up with somebody, you break up. There's a reason why there's a breakup. Exes are exes for a reason. And also, if you just don't think you have anything to do because you had invested so much of your life into this other person that's no longer there, find new hobbies, you know? know, like go do new things. And this is probably most important, but 
when you feel you need to cry, I mean cry, like cry it out. Sit somewhere and cry it out because you need to feel all that you're feeling. If you allow yourself to go through all of the emotions, you're going to come out better in the end because you let yourself experience what happens in a breakup. You lost someone in your life. So it's important to feel everything that you need to feel. So when the light does begin to shine again, you're ready for it and you're not still going through the emotions because you kept them bottled up. Another question is how do married people support their single best friends, which was a very common one, by the way. And I would suggest just, you know, being willing to go out with them every so often. You know, even if that means happy hour or doing an activity, um, it doesn't have to mean going out at night to a bar. But the worst thing is being single by yourself because like you don't have a wingman or a person to go through all this with you. So as long as you're offering to be there for them when they're trying to go out and, you know, maybe meet their person person and do things in hopes of meeting someone, then that's the best thing you can do. You know, just don't let them be alone all the time because it is hard when everyone around you is settled down and married and you don't have anything to do with anyone. That's probably the hardest part. So just keep them busy and stay a part of their life. I know it's easy when you fall in love and to kind of forget people. Just try not to drift away from them. We got one more question. Do you think your expectations change when you're single longer? And I do believe this. You know, the longer I've been single, particularly after the toxic relationships that I've had, the more I'm aware of things that have brought me pain. So in this phase of my life right now, I have several expectations that I did not have seven years ago at 20. That's the one great thing about dating is that you can constantly grow because you're always learning what works and what doesn't work for you. And I've always said that the one good thing about being single and dating is that you're constantly growing and learning about yourself. And I still truly believe that's a really positive part about being single and dating. And me being single for as long as I have at this moment, I have realized that I need someone who can genuinely appreciate my strength and my need to be independent. And had I not experienced these months of being single and buying a house on my own and living on my own and doing really everything by myself, I never would have known those things. That's all very new. So I don't think being single longer hurts anything. I just think your expectations will change and that's okay. That's a good thing because it means you're growing and you're learning about yourself more. And then hopefully when you do meet that right person, you're going to be even more ready for them. So that's just a little snapshot into self-empowerment and why I believe it's so important and how to possibly get there for you in your life. And these are all just based off my experiences. So I'm not an expert or anything. But my friends do say that they hope one day I'll be a therapist because I do have quite a lot of insight, particularly because, you know, I've had some bad things happen in my life. And that's okay because I'm here now and and everything is going really good for me. So if you do have other questions or, you know, you just want to follow along on my crazy single life, you can follow me. Hit me up on Instagram at WebGirlMorgan. I'm also the same on Twitter and I'm the same on Facebook too. So you can hit me up on any of those and I'll do my best to respond. Thanks, y'all for hanging out with me. This was so fun. Hey, y'all, it's Caroline Hobby. I have a podcast called Get Real with Caroline Hobby, where I interview tons of fascinating women and many wives of the biggest celebrities in country music, from Jason Aldean's wife, Brittany Aldean, to Kane Brown's wife, Caitlin Brown, the wives of Florida Georgia Line, the wives of Dan and Shay. The list goes on and on and on. I have had the chance to have some amazing conversations with the most fascinating people. 
I want to talk today about what I am doing to maintain a little bit of self-care in this crazy time. I don't know if y'all are feeling it, but I have just felt with everything going on in the world, lockdown, coronavirus, the election, there's so much uncertainty in the world and it's just I think it just got to me finally. I'm a new mom. I have a little girl named Sunny. She's the light of my life. She's one years old. And I do have babysitters help me out from time to time, but I am a full-time mom. And so I do my podcast. I also host um, for a TV show called Nashville Insider. It's an amazing syndicated TV show that talks about all sorts of country music news and spots, spotlights, what's going on in country music. Um, so I'm a host for them and I do my podcast and then I'm a full-time mom with Sunny. And my husband is an artist. He's in a band called A Thousand Horses. They had a number one song called Smoke. They have a new song on radio called A Song to Remember. So y'all check it out. But he has been off the road this whole year because touring got shut down. And I don't know if y'all have felt this, but a lot of jobs have just been completely wiped out and shut down and changed and turned upside down. I don't fear change and I always believe everything happens for a reason. And I always believe that the universe has our back and that there's a higher force at work. And I believe all of that is happening right now. But in the meantime, it's a lot life feels heavy and I've been feeling that and I'm someone who usually stays really upbeat and really positive but lately this past month or so especially I have just felt weighed down I've lost a little bit of my spark I've lost motivation I've gained weight I don't know if y'all put on the corona 19 but I've definitely put on like 10 pounds I hadn't lost all my baby weight and I definitely have not lost it now since I've been a coronavirus. I, I have like 10, 15 more pounds to lose. But I mean, I just don't know where the motivation is going to come from right now because I just don't feel motivated. So that's what I want to talk to you guys about today. If you sort of feel unmotivated, like you've lost your spark, like you feel the weight of the world, it feels super heavy. You don't know how to navigate these uncertain times and maybe you've had some really hard hits. Maybe you've lost your job. Maybe some part of your world has fallen apart and or you've been exposed to coronavirus or you've dealt with tragedy over this this year. And um, there's just so many things that have happened this year. And if you have felt the weight of the world, I just want you to know you're not alone. I think we all are feeling the weight of the world on some level. And I finally broke down and I was like, I've got to have some self-care. I love my daughter more than anything in the world, but I haven't had a break from my husband or my daughter since she was born. We've been together 24 seven, which is such a blessing. And I'm so thankful for that. And I count that as a huge blessing, but I don't have any personal time because I'm either doing stuff for my podcast or hosting for the TV show. Michael's putting a single out at radio. They've been doing all sorts of Zoom stuff. They're doing virtual shows. Everything's just, we're having to get creative and figure out how to do our new normal. But we're doing it from home and we're together all the time while raising Sunny. And sometimes when we both have work stuff come up, it's frustrating because it's like, who watches the baby? How do we watch the baby? Like we're incorporating Sunny into our work on Zoom calls now. And it's just, I think that's what the new normal is, is just making it work. But it doesn't mean from time to time 
even though you're grateful and thankful, like I'm so thankful for my family and I'm so thankful to have this time together that we're getting to raise Sunny together. But sometimes I just need a little bit of me time, just alone. Like I haven't been alone in almost a year. And I know some people are feeling the exact opposite. Some people are feeling completely isolated, like they've only been alone. And this will go for you too. You just have to figure out what it is that you need for self-care. So that's the point of what I'm talking about on this episode right here is self-care. Making sure you find a way to have self-care because it is so easy to put self-care on the back burner when there's all these other things that are taking precedent of our life and our minds and our agendas and More than ever, I feel like it's easier to lose ourselves if we're not aware of maintaining ourselves. So I have not been exercising. I haven't exercised in like two years since I've been pregnant. And I'm trying to work that back into my life because it really makes a difference for my brain when I get some intense workout. I do go for a walk every single day with Michael and Sunny and our dog and we breathe in fresh air and we try to spend as much time outside as we can because I think getting fresh air for me personally and stretching my legs at least on a walk every day is something I have to have, especially if we are at home all the time. You have to get out, get out of cabin fever. I also really try to take a bath. I know that sounds crazy, but I try to take a bath with Epsom salt at least once a week and just don't have any phones, don't have, I give the baby monitor to Michael, I put on some meditation music or a podcast, I light a candle and I just soak and I just literally try to turn my brain off and try to just give it a break, give myself a break, not have anything to do, no responsibilities for that little moment. So that's, those are two things I do on the regular that I have to do to maintain my sanity and self-care, which is walking and taking a bath on a regular basis. But recently, I needed even more of a break, and I, hadn't, I haven't spent the kind of time that I used to spend with my girlfriends. I used to spend so much time with girlfriends. Like We would make it a point to grab a lunch or make it a point to have a play date or make it a point to do something together. But with coronavirus, you really just, it's just so hard to do that. And so one of my best friends and I decided to have staycation at a hotel in Nashville. Just the two of us, our husbands kept the babies, she has two kids, and obviously I have Sunny, and we didn't feel comfortable leaving, like going out of town, but we're like, you know what, we can go downtown Nashville and have a staycation, girls night out, have some amazing dinner, have some wine, get a good night's sleep, just be with a girlfriend and have a chance to catch up and connect and disconnect a little bit from your regular life and feel like you have like a reset. And I'm telling you, it was awesome. It was so great. It was so fun. We dressed up like we put on full outfits and makeup and heels. I mean, I haven't done that. I don't think maybe like three times this whole year. It felt so good to dress up and like to feel... I am someone who likes to be casual a lot, but it does make me feel good to dress up and like put on makeup and just put on a cute outfit. And I don't know, something about that just gives me some mojo. And I don't know if y'all feel that way. And I realize I don't do that ever anymore. And so it felt great. And I just got, I felt like how Stella got her groove back. I was like, yes, okay. I'm not just frumping in sweatpants all day. I actually can put on cute out, a cute outfit. And so that felt great. And then we just had the best night ever. And I decided 
it was so much fun with my girlfriend that my husband and I decided we hadn't had a staycation away from Sunny since she was born. So we did one and we have a babysitter we trust so much and we did a little staycation the next week at a hotel and we we it was so fun. I mean, we just got to reconnect and have fun, go to dinner, drink wine, not, I mean, we walked around the hotel holding hands and just had this really great reset. We got massages and by the time we came home, we were dying to get back. We got home early. Like the next morning we woke up, we were going to get home at noon, but we got home at 10 because we couldn't wait to see our baby. So I just encourage all of you guys listening to make sure you are taking the time for self-care. That is something that is easy to forget about, especially in this time, but prioritize it even if it's just a few minutes a day of starting your day with some meditation or finding a time to go for a walk or having a phone call with someone who really centers you and puts you in a great headspace. Just make sure you're doing something to take care of yourself and don't lose yourself, especially in this tumultuous time in the world. I believe all of this is happening for the good of good of us all. I always believe that everything happens for a reason and just don't lose focus of yourself. So that is my little spiel for today and God bless you all. God love you all. And thank y'all for having me on here. All summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. All right, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth that no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can really make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through things. Now, BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. BetterHelp.com. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. For 60 years, St. Jude doctors and researchers have helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And we need your help getting that number to 100%. And most important, your support means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food. That peace of mind means so, so much for these families. So join me in helping St. Jude in this fight. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.